You are Locked On SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along on today's show. The great Houston Nutt going to join the show to talk all things SEC football. We'll get his thoughts on some of the games this weekend, including the Arkansas-Texas A&M game. Also, we're going to go around the conference with updates on Anthony Richardson at Florida, George Pickens at Georgia, Luke Doty at South Carolina, the LSU running backs, and much, much more. But I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. And remember, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and LockedOnSEC.com. Be sure to follow Locked on SEC for free wherever you get your podcasts. And a quick reminder, no better place to get all your ACC conference news than the Locked on ACC podcast hosted by Candace Cooper. Follow the podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's jump into it. Plenty to discuss today. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. And we go around the conference. So we started Georgia where Kirby Smart addressed the media yesterday and gave an update on injured star receiver George Pickens. According to Seth Emerson of The Athletic, Smart said Pickens had seen Dr. James Andrews and was cleared for non-contact route running drills this week. Good news, but Emerson also noted that Smart did not give any timeline for Pickens' return to the field. Kirby also gave injury updates on the potential return of DB Tyke Smith and Darnell Washington, the tight end. Both players have been injured since the third week of the preseason camp. Kirby Smart said both players are running well, but no update yet on whether they will play at Vanderbilt or not this weekend. Over at Florida, quarterback Anthony Richardson missed Florida's game last Saturday against Alabama with that hamstring injury. Coach Dan Mullen was asked about it uh, yesterday on the SEC teleconference, and the news was positive. He said, Anthony's been looking good. We haven't really opened him up a lot yet. We're going to do an MRI, see where he's at Friday. We've done more practice with him this week than we did last week. I would think he'll be ready to go on Saturday. Richardson, of course, has been backing up Emory Jones this season. Tennessee fans probably saying, hey, look, give him another week to uh, rest up. We don't need to go against him. Speaking of the Vols, they open their SEC schedule Saturday night. Tough road test at number 11, Florida. Yesterday, Josh Heupel asked for an update on his injured quarterback, Joe Milton, and the status of his quarterback position heading into Saturday night's trip to the Swamp. Josh Heupel had... Little to say on the matter. Said he's looking to limit the number of turnovers coming from that quarterback spot. But he said no update at this point on Joe Milton. That room, there are positives on all those guys and things they've done. We have to take better care of the ball at that position. That's where our turnovers have come on that side of the ball. So I expect Hinton Hooker to start, but who knows? We'll see. If Milton is able to play, I bet they play both of them. Which will be interesting to see how they both respond in a tough environment at the Swamp. Uh, over in South Carolina yesterday, Shane Beamer was asked about his quarterback spot. If you missed it earlier this week, he named officially Luke Doty the starting quarterback. So finally got that out the way. But uh, he said his quarterback uh, will face a tough team on Saturday night against Kentucky. They're taking on Will Levis. Beamer said, obviously in practice, we've been getting Luke as much work as we can in individual uh, drills, team settings. We were trying to win the football game Saturday night. We took the field expecting to win. But when Zeb got hurt, Luke came in. We were still trying to win, but he's got to be better. Uh, Shane Beamer also went on to say that uh, Will Levis said he's done a really, really good job so far for Kentucky. He's got size. He can run. That shows on the tape. To me, the two things that jump off are his quick release and his throws 
Uh, he throws a really good deep ball. So there you have it. We'll see what Will Levis can do. First real uh, tough road test for Kentucky this season as they take on South Carolina. Speaking of Kentucky, Mark Stoops getting a uh, defensive test this week. He said, uh, been really impressed with Luke Doty so far. He said, hasn't had quite a few uh Live team reps prior to last, prior to this past week, he said to see him step in there against such a talented defense on the road like Georgia, he made some really tough throws. You can see why they were so high on him coming into this year. So again, going to be a fun one to see Kentucky at South Carolina. Over at Auburn, they're coming off their loss to Penn State, and the hope is that the Tigers will have a couple of key performers back this week. Auburn coach Brian Harson asked about the status of injured linebacker Owen Papo who left the game in the second half last week with a leg injury, as well as injured running back Sean Shivers, who's missed the last two games with an undisclosed injury. Harson said, Sean is practicing. It's really good to have him back. He's an energy guy. The guy loves football. It was a good pick-me-up having him out there yesterday. And Owen is doing the same thing as well. We have him at practice, so we'll see what he is able to do. Over in Starkville, Mississippi State, they're coming off that tough loss at Memphis last Saturday. Now they prepare... For SEC action with LSU coming to town, Leach on the SEC teleconference yesterday said, everybody's good. Everybody can get anybody on any week. It's a lot like the Big 12 South when I was there. The SEC West is the toughest division without question right now. Leach was also asked Wednesday about what he's seen from LSU so far compared to prior seasons. He said, I think they look very similar. They're big and fast and explosive. I think they look pretty good in all phases. But with this being the first conference game, Leach asked, is there a different energy with the team getting ready for SEC play? He said, if you're fully invested in what you're doing to begin with, shouldn't be any different this week. So we will see. Big uh, test for Mississippi State. Big test for LSU going on the road to Starkville this weekend. Speaking of LSU, Coach Ed Ogeron updating the status of two key running backs yesterday. And he said Ty Davis-Price will play following a minor injury. He received treatment on Tuesday, asked for John Emery. Ogeron said he's been practicing, been ready to go. As soon as they tell us he's clear, he's going to play. Of course, he's working with the uh, academic side of things, having an issue there. We'll see if uh, John Emery ends up back out there. But it sounds like Ty Davis Price should be ready to go. Over at Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin and the Rebels, they are off this week. They get two weeks to prepare for their game at Alabama next week. And Lane Kiffin said yesterday on the teleconference, this is an early bye week for us. We would have liked it to be to have been later, but it is what it is, especially when you're playing well. As for Alabama, Kiffin says, uh, the Crimson Tide looked pretty good, beating Florida on the road. He said, as we know, they have a great team and great players. I just wish the media would stop upsetting Coach Saban by saying this is a weak team that has weaknesses. <laughs> they went on the road against the top 10 team of the Swamp with a freshman quarterback and won. So Lane Kiffin, you know he loves to play the psychological game, talking trash, that sort of thing. Everybody leave Coach Saban alone, okay? And uh, lastly, we know the uh, SEC schedule for 2022 came out yesterday, uh, two days ago, and we talked about that. But a previously scheduled opponent for Tennessee's 2022 schedule was missing Tuesday night. Tennessee previously scheduled a game with Army for 2022. Instead, Akron appeared on Tennessee's schedule. Mike Wilson uh, of the Knoxville New Sentinel said that the switch will cost Tennessee an additional $100,000 to get out of playing the game. Tennessee was slated to play pay Army $1.4 million for the game and will instead pay a $500,000 buyout to cancel. Akron will be paid $1 million to come in. Uh, Wilson also added that uh, the process to drop the Army game, that started under Philip Fulmer and Jeremy Pruitt. 
Former AD Dave Hart is the one who had reached the agreement with Army back in 2016. And again, a reminder, thanks again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we're going to catch up with former SEC coach and now CBS sports analyst Houston Nutt. That's next. Need to remind you guys about our friends over at rockauto.com. you got ever-increasing numbers of makes and models out there, and it's impossible for your local auto parts chain store to stock all the parts that you need for your vehicle. The best alternative and the best way to save money in your pocket is to go to our friends at rockauto.com. You save time and money when you go to Rock Auto. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, sometimes even 100% more at some of these local auto, auto parts chain stores? Rock Auto is going to have what you need. They're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their price is reliably low for every customer. They got everything you can need from brake parts, headlights, tail lamps, wiper blades, whatever it is, they're going to have it for your vehicle, your make and model right there at rockauto.com. Go explore their easy-to-use catalog today on their website and make sure you write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us section so that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com right now. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Rolling along here on the show and a pleasure now to be joined by this guy. One of the best to do it, at least in recent history, in the SEC. One of the, I think, over 129 career wins as a head coach. Had some fantastic years all those years at Arkansas and then at Ole Miss. Now he does it on the analyst side over at CBS Sports. We're talking about the one and only Coach Houston Nutt, and he joins us now. Coach, how are you, sir? Doing well, doing well. How you doing? Good to talk with you, man. I, I've uh, I've admired your career. I was in school around the same time you were uh, coaching in the SEC, and I I went to LSU. And man, uh, you you gave us some heartbreaking losses on on both ends from Arkansas and Ole Miss. But uh, man, it's hard to look when I'm looking and going, man. Coach has been out of been out of Ole Miss a decade now. Does it feel like it's been a decade since you've been out of college football? You know what? Sometimes, boy, it it just seems like. There's no way I could be out that long, and then sometimes think, "Wow, it's been a long time." So I, I go back and forth. I go back and forth, but uh, <laughs> most of the time it feels like, "Man, I can't believe I've been out ten years." Let me ask you this: What's your? Uh, what, is there one memory that sticks out most when you think back to just your your coaching career? I mean, you coached some tremendous players. Always, you know, think back. Of course, the the legendary Darren McFadden, one of the most underrated players. Whenever they put out these, you know, all time best lit player lists, I always cringe when I don't see McFadden's name on those lists. But is there a certain memory that just sticks with you from all your years of coaching? You know, when <clears throat> I hate to do this to you, but when we my last game I coached at Arkansas was at LSU. I have such admiration for the fans of LSU. They were always really, uh, I got to know them pretty good because I was 10 years at Arkansas, four years at Ole Miss. And of course, uh, LSU fans always there early. And so there by the end of it, I had a good relationship with them. But that last game that I coached at Arkansas, it was three overtimes. And uh, Les Miles had an unbelievable team. We win that game. 
But now LSU goes on and wins the national title. And uh, between that one and then the Ole Miss group that went to the swamp and beat Tim Tebow when he made that famous speech, right? Uh, th- those games always stick out. Of course, there's always a couple of losses that wake me up at night. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Florida game and the championship game, we we fumble a punt, and what we really have Urban, Urban Meyer, we, we really outplayed him most of the game. And then uh, Clint Sterner, our 98 group, my first year at Arkansas, uh, Tennessee – uh, we give them a, a gift. We give them a fumble, and they go on and beat us at the end of the game. We we led the entire game. They beat us, and they go on and win the national championship. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's unbelievable. Every one of those memories you brought up, I remember where I was when I, you know, a couple of those I was in the stadium for. But it's so funny you bringing up all those memories because those are all games I was either there for. I remember where I was when they happened. Um, being on the analyst side now, of course, doing tremendous work at CBS Sports Network and all that. What do you enjoy most about being on on this side of things? Is it the less pressure, the less the less time of uh, you know recruiting and all that kind of stuff? Do you do you enjoy doing this, the analyst side? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm, I'm really fortunate to be around a great group at CBS. I love CBS, and uh, you never lose. That's the one thing. You never wake up in the middle of the night. You didn't lose. Um, you know, you you always miss that team and you miss the relationships. You miss that. But uh, I enjoy just watching games and um, uh, for, for 10 years to be able to see how far this game has changed. And then you mentioned recruiting. The recruiting has gone just crazy 24-7, especially the last five or six years. We saw it when we were coaching there towards the end. It was starting to just pick up, you know, uh, it never stopped, but now it's even more so. Then you add name and likeness, transfer portal. You add all of that. It's just it never stops. It's crazy. Well, I think back coach with the NIL deal. I'm sure you could have gotten Darren McFadden those guys a, oh. a bat deal or something with we got that wood right. <laughs> hey, that's exactly right. And um, the problem with that though is uh, I could see an offensive lineman or a Felix Jones or Peyton Hill as one of the other backs that coach. Darren did a meet and greet for about fifty thousand last week during opening. We have an open date coming. Is there any way you can hook us up with a? With a I, I I just I don't know. I I got my popcorn and coke. I'm going to sit on the sideline and watch how this plays out on this name and likeness now. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, no doubt. Let, let's jump into a little bit because uh, there's a big game coming up this weekend, and, and a lot of people's eyes are, are set on this one. And I mean, really, at first off, Arkansas. What Sam Pittman has done there so far this year, getting that big win over Texas a couple weeks ago, you know that's where the game should be. I, nothing against the neutral field sites, but man, that game being in Fayetteville with that place rocking, you could just feel it that Arkansas was going to pull off the upset o- over Texas. And now they go to Jerry's World, of course, for the neutral site game against a good Texas A&M team, but a team that's had you know a, a quarterback change and all this. Just general thoughts on the the Aggies versus the Razorbacks this weekend. This is a big game. This is huge. And uh, Texas A&M, outstanding defense. Uh, I still think they are still kind of got some growing pains going on on offense, although they improved last week. They lose Haynes King. Um, and so the next guy had to step up for him. And so Isaiah Spiller, Kane, all these guys, great backs. Arkansas has got to do a great job of stopping the run. And Barry Odom has really done an outstanding job as defensive coordinator. But Sam Pittman, they are following this guy. They believe in him. And so this is going to be a heck of a game. And half half the stadium will be red. The other half will be Aggie. 
uh, maroon. And so this is outstanding, and Jerry's world can't wait to see that one. I really think Arkansas can win this game. They hadn't beaten A&M in the last nine tries, and so I, I really look for Arkansas to, to get this one in the fourth quarter. More with Houston Nutt right after this. I've heard back from a couple of you guys who have taken advantage of our great new sponsor, Sweat Block. They are making antiperspirant wipes that are going to take care of your underarm sweating or pitting, as we call them, guaranteed. It is doctor-created, doctor-recommended, works for up to seven days per wipe. Uh, it's been a bestseller on Amazon the past 10 years. They've currently been the number one uh, rank in Amazon's antiperspirant category. That is huge. They're made right here in the U.S. of A. US of A. Here's what they do. The Sweat Block Antiperspirant Wipes. They're stronger, more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You put it on at night, you go to bed, you wake up, you shower, you go about your day, and you don't have to worry about the underarm sweat. Guaranteed. Go check them out right now. Sweat Block Antiperspirant Wipes. If you or someone you know is dealing with this, Go check them out. I guarantee you, if you're sitting at a tailgate this weekend, you're going to a football game, somebody's going to be sweating through their shirt, and you're going to go, that person needs to try out Sweatblock. Go to sweatblock.com right now. You can use our promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. You'll get 20% off at sweatblock.com. You can also find them on Amazon or your local CVS, but go to sweatblock.com. Guaranteed to find them there. Guaranteed to get 20% off at sweatblock.com when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'd also remind you about our friends at betonline.ag. Look, if I'm telling you about this and you haven't taken advantage of it yet, then I have no idea what you're waiting for. Football season is back. We're into week four of the SEC and college football season. NFL's rolling along. They've got a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests at betonline.ag. They continue to be the number one source for everything football. Go to their website right now. You can do so on your mobile device. Sign up today for the first time. Use our promo code NFL100. You will get a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up for the first time. From football to basketball to baseball to boxing, everything you could imagine, they have got you covered at Bet Online. Some amazing offers available for this season. The fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online, they are your online sportsbook ex- experts. Go check them out today. BetOnline.ag. Continue our conversation with Coach Houston Nutt. And, uh, Coach, just getting your thoughts on on college football as a whole right now. Of course, uh, across the SEC, some really talented teams. Alabama, everybody knew, was the number one team in the country, and rightfully so. What Nick's done there is just unbelievable. But were you surprised at all how close it was with the Gators last week in the Swamp? I was a little bit. Remember, now, the game started off like, oh, okay, this is Alabama. It's about 21-3, to whatever. They're up, and so – it, it in the mindset immediately goes, hey, nobody's on the level of Alabama. Then all of a sudden, the swamp, that hostile crowd, what a home field advantage, 90,000 plus. And, man, I, I thought Florida played really good and had their chances, had their chances to win that game. So um, that's a great win for Alabama. And you mentioned Coach Saban. I, I, just, I, I just can't believe the job that he's done. Uh, year in and year out. You go back to Tua Tungvaloa, you think, well, nobody's going to break his records. And lo and behold, Mac Jones comes in and beats his records. And then Bryce Young doesn't act like a freshman. He's so cool and, and his supporting cast so good. And they just, he gets the best players. But I've never seen anybody as a coach that is, after you win championships and national titles, he puts his foot right back on that pedal and they're off to work and, and getting the best class each and every year. But uh, that was a heck of a game. as a good win for Alabama. But Dan Mullen can take some things away from that as well because I think their team played so well and, and did so many good things that uh, he can build off that too. 
limited sample size so far, Coach, but uh, how impressed have you been with this Georgia defense so far? Oh, my goodness. They are unbelievable. So quick, sudden. Uh, they don't stay blocked. And um, I've been so impressed. I've been so impressed. And it looks like it's – it's. Uh, I can't wait to see Georgia-Florida game, but it looks like to me it's Georgia and Alabama again on a collision course. And um, if the offense – the offense, you know, the days of just scoring 20 points, you know, uh, even though the Georgia-Clemson game was low scoring, it was unusual – Really, uh, in today's world, you got to score. And uh, but this Georgia defense, they travel. They they pack that defense. Uh, it's home in a way, and they know how to play defense. But I'm anxious to see how far it, can JT Daniels stay healthy. Again, he keep improving and getting and put points on the board. It's interesting. You talked about the advent of of how the offense has evolved, and particularly in the SEC. There's a big one this weekend. LSU was going up to Mississippi State, and both teams have kind of had you know a disappointing loss to start the year. But man, we know what Mike Leach did last year, Week One against LSU, throwing for 600 yards. LSU has kind of adapted where they're flinging the ball around. You know, you know LSU for so many years they want to run the ball. Now they've kind of adapted to throwing the ball. A quick thought on that game, and just a quick thought: if Houston Nutt were still coaching today. I mean, would you just be looking for uh, any quarterback that can come in and fling it around the yard? Because, man, it seems like you got to have a guy that can put up 400 yards a week and score 30, 40 points. Well, I tell you what, you're, you're right. <laughs> the, this fast-paced offense is, is fun to watch. I love watching Matt Corral of Ole Miss. I'm getting off a little bit of the LSU-Mississippi State game. But uh, to me, you got to have a guy that's mobile to, to be able to extend plays. And if he can run – uh, I just think it's it's like the twelfth man. Uh, it makes defense coordinators stay up all night because when you got everybody defended, he can take off and move the chains. And so, to me, that's what Mike Corral does, and he's so accurate he can make every throw. But getting back to the LSU Mississippi State game, um, you know, both these teams, as you mentioned, uh, have shown some signs. You know, they've been some disappointing uh, Saturdays, and then they've won won a couple. So uh, this will be interesting. You know, I, I believe in Max Johnson. I saw him last year. And uh, I, I think the thing, though, that, that all quarterbacks want, their best friend is a running game. When you got a running game, it helps you so much. It takes pressure off. And then you can play action boots and waggles and mix things up and stay above the count. But uh, when you don't have a running game and then all of a sudden they know you got to throw it to win, well, that's when they pin their ears back. And these, these guys are so sudden in the SEC, they can get off blocks and, and create pressure. Man, that makes it a hard, long day. So I'm looking forward to, to which team's going to show up. Mississippi State has is, is, is been inconsistent, but we all know what Mike Leach can do. And uh, we remember, that, as you mentioned, the first game last year where Mississippi State came in there and just uh, up and down the field. I don't think that happened this year. But um, I'm looking forward to that game and see see which team is uh, is going to put all of it together, offense, defense, and special teams. Hmm. Last one for you, Coach. Just a, a general thought on the newer coaches in the SEC and what you've seen out of them so far, like Josh Heupel at Tennessee, Brian Harson at Auburn. Um, you know, I think so far so good. Harson's team fought like heck last week at Penn State. I think they're going to be just all right. And Heupel so far, I mean, look, at least they're getting some better play at the quarterback spot, and that's what a lot of people in uh, Knoxville were hoping for. You know, that's where it all starts. You gotta have the point guard. You gotta have a quarterback that, that takes care of the most precious thing you have. That's the ball. Know where to go with it. Know how to get them out of the wrong play, get them in the right play. Gotta have that guy. And you're right. Josh Heupel knows how to coach a quarterback. And, um, uh, I tell you, Shane Beamer, all these guys have done a good job. 
it's the grind of it. Brian Harson will find out. I had the privilege to coach Brian Harson at Boise State. He's very smart, and he's a, a good play caller and a good quarterback coach and all those things. But it's the grind. And what I mean by that is it's, it's playing the Georgia, Alabama, Florida, LSU, back to back to back. It's one thing getting ready for an SEC team for a bowl game where you got 25, 30 days. But when you play in that grind each and every Saturday – uh, man, it's not easy. But Brian Harson's team fought really hard. I think when they look back, you know, they turned the ball over in the very first series in the third quarter, gave them seven points on a short field. You look back at those things, and they got to learn and grow from that. But uh, they got a good, they got a good team. Uh, Bo Nix has, has been around the block, and and I think he's really gotten better. I know everybody wants to put the the road thing on him, but uh, I think he's better than he was last year, and I think he'll only get better. Coach Houston Nutt, CBS Sports Network, of course, inside college football every Tuesday night. Love watching it. And, man, you guys have a great cast of characters from uh, Rick Neuheisel to uh, Aaron Jones, or Aaron Taylor to Randy Cross, uh, Kevin Carter, Danny Cannell. I mean, you guys have so many great talent. Who gives you the hardest time? <laughs> well, you know, I work with Danny Cannell, Brent Stover uh, most of the time. But uh, we got a great relationship with all of them. Brian Jones, don't leave him out. He's an unbelievable character. Uh, he'll, he'll always keep you in check. Uh, but, uh, we, we got a great group and, uh, there's nothing like, uh, Kevin Carter and Danny Cannell going after it because remember Danny Cannell, Florida state, Kevin Carter, Florida. So that's always a rival, man. <laughs> coach Houston, <laughs> coach Houston, uh, thanks so much for the time, man. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to do this again real soon. You bet. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. All right, thanks so much. That's uh, Houston Nutt there of uh, CBS Sports and uh, been doing it for a long time, a long-time SEC coach, and we appreciate him uh, taking some time out here. That is going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Again, our thanks to uh, Houston Nutt for joining us, talking a little bit college football, SEC football. Remember to subscribe if you haven't done so yet. We are here for you five days a week talking all things SEC football. You find us Locked on SEC or wherever you find your podcasts. And a reminder... Betting on the SEC never been easier when you listen to the Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q, Lee Sterling, giving you his lock of the day. Go check him out. Locked or rather, Locked on Bets, presented by BetOnline.ag, wherever you find your podcast. I'm Chris Gordy. We'll be back tomorrow getting you ready for a Friday edition, getting you ready for the weekend to come. We'll make our picks, predictions, and everything else on tomorrow's episode. Talk to you guys then.